You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM with Mankiran Ajala, and we are speaking to Dr. Handel Kashope Wright, professor and senior anti-racism advisor at UBC. February is Black History Month. We're going to talk about the significance of this month as part of our Hands Against Racism campaign. Dr. Wright, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, you're very welcome. Now, I really think it's so important we have Black History Month, the time where we reflect on the contributions of Black Canadians. But do you? Th- why do you think that we kind of continue to see this awareness that is pretty low here in BC when it comes to the history of Black Canadians? Well, I I think there's the main reason for that is the fact that the Black population is really very small. I mean, we're still struggling to be something like uh, 1.3. That's right, because I, I did see your piece that you were featured in that talked about the fact that we have no black ethnoburbs. And I think we always like to think that, oh, Vancouver's very diverse. We've got, like, everything. But when you highlighted that, that is really something that is concerning. And do you think that really contributes to this thinking that sometimes Canadians have that, oh, okay, well, there aren't many black Canadians here, therefore it's harder to, like, teach the history? Yeah, I think so. Um, um, but remember that history actually has, has already happened. So, so in a way, if we were really interested, we could find the facts, we could find the documents, um, we could find the history and actually pass it on. So um, the fact that there aren't a lot of black people presently doesn't mean that we can't find the history. I think that enough isn't being done um, within the school system to make um, blackness something that is taught regularly and taught well. Um, the information is there if people want to actually look for it. Um, so the kind of the Black um, Historical Society, uh, Hogan's Alley um, Society, there are groups that can pass on this uh, some of this knowledge in an informal way. But we also need um, uh, Black Studies, 
uh, in the universities, and we need black history in the school curriculum. So at every stage, from elementary school all the way through to university, um, we just do not have enough, and several of us are trying to advocate for that. So it's not just, this is Black History Month, but it's not just about black history. It's about the black present, including um, contemporary black presence in British Columbia that we need, we all need to know about, even black people need to know more about, uh, because we don't, we simply don't have enough of it. Exactly. And do you find, you've been talking a lot about the importance of education and schools and how there's been a lot of advocacy around this. So are schools in British Columbia kind of now more open to educating students, you know, about the history of black Canadians? Um, that's a very good question. I think some schools are, um, and maybe um, one or two school districts have been interested in this, uh, including the Vancouver um, School District. Um, but I think we need a more centralized, concerted effort. Um, I think if the Ministry of Education um, was very serious about this, then this is something that could be included in the formal school curriculum, which changes every you know few years. But even before there's that formal change in the school curriculum, something could be done. So there are some teachers, there are black teachers, there are non-black teachers, there are anti-racist teachers who are interested in teaching about um, uh, black studies in general, but especially black history in British Columbia. But this is currently has been done in a rather haphazard, episodic way. And what we need is something centralized coming maybe from the Ministry of Education. And I know there are several groups, uh, and I'm one of those little groups of about maybe five or six of us who are trying to advocate for this um, at the level of the Ministry of Education. I think if if it's initiated at that level, then that it trickles down to all the districts and down to the schools. But there are individual teachers who are interested in this topic, but very often a lot of even what people want to talk about when they talk about uh, black people, a lot of it is dominated by what has happened in the, in the U.S. Um, so people might talk about Sojourner Truth or Martin Luther King or, or things like that instead of the Canadian examples of Viola Desmond, you know, or any of the, even the local black people um, uh, and uh, in, in the way that we think about and talk about black history. And we need to also make this not just about history, but about the connection between history and contemporary time. So history is useful for some people, including historians, for itself, but history is also useful because it can help teach all of us about um, who black No, very well said there, Doctor. And I understand that you are the senior advisor to the President on Anti-Racism and Inclusive Excellence. Can you tell us about the work that you do there? Um, yes. Well, it's a lot of work. It's keeping me very, very busy. I think after the murder of George Floyd, one of that, um, when the former president, President Santa Ono, um, initiated several things to address racism um, at UBC. And believe me, it takes uh, a real combination of what appears to be paradoxical. It takes a lot of humility to admit that we probably do have a problem as an institution of different
forms of racism. And it also thinks, takes strength and fortitude to uh, directly address those problems. So one of the major things that I've done uh, in that position was I was asked by President Ono to um, initiate a task force on anti-racism and inclusive excellence. And I co-chaired it with um, Shirley Chow, who's at UBCO, and we had about 34 members work on that. And um, we gave in our report um, uh, last year, and it was almost 300 pages about issues and about recommendations. We had 54 very comprehensive recommendations about how to address issues of race, racism, different forms of racism, and what UBC ought to be doing. And that has been very well received um, by UBC as an institution. So that's one very major thing that I was involved in. Another is called the Scarborough Charter. And that is um, initiated by the University of Toronto. And they brought together presidents and, and people from all over Canada to address um, what we're talking about today, which is the issue of blackness. Uh, in, in this case, in, the, in what is being done in the curriculum and, the, and about black people's lives in the universities and colleges of Canada. So out of that came a charter, and UBC actually organized, and I was reading this, the first meeting of all of those. So we had almost 50 presidents of colleges and universities from all over Canada come to Vancouver for a conference on how to address the presence of blacks as students, as faculty, as staff in Canadian universities and colleges, and how to promote what we're calling black flourishing, how to address racism against black people, how to make universities and colleges more welcoming to black people in all those positions, etc., etc. So this was very rich. Uh, it was very sustained. That took a lot of work. And part of what I did in, in some of that work was to collaborate um, with SFU and to hold a symposium during the time that these presidents were here. So we also held a symposium, apart from the national stuff that was going on, we held a symposium about connections within the black community in colleges and universities locally here in Vancouver, including relationships between blackness in the university and the black communities uh, locally. And so that went over very, very well, and that was held downtown. Um, so, so those are two very major things, apart from the usual small events, uh, talks, uh, things that we organize around race and addressing racism uh, at UBC generally, and how we can really promote inclusive excellence. And inclusive being the key word there. Dr. Wright, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care. Oh, you're very welcome. Very good to be with you. All the best for now. Thanks. Same to you.